Oh my god, what's up party people? Welcome to this week's, or this half week's, who the fuck knows when this one's going up, episode of Romancing Nancy Drew. I'm your host, Indy Nickerson, which stands for Nancy Drew Nickerson. You can find me at that handle on Twitter if you are so inclined, or you can find me at Romancing Nancy on Twitter, again, if you are so inclined. You do not have to, it's fine. Um, We are on part three of Someone Else's Arms, which I will renew my trigger warning since this story deals with sexual assault and the repercussions of sexual assault. Um, God, for a recap, in part one of this series, (laughs) which is going to be a four-part series because the next one's going to open with chapter 10 so that Marissa can return to it as it is her favorite chapter to return to of pretty much anything that I've written. Um, so in part one of this podcast miniseries, um, Nancy and Ned basically decided to renew their relationship to the point that they were going to be exclusive in a way that they had not been before and that Ned had been exclusive and Nancy had been like really hoping to be exclusive and not actually making it. It was an asymptote that she was approaching but never quite reaching. Um, so she flirted with Frank. He got the wrong idea as he is wont to do and just yeah so um Nancy recommitted to Ned and they got closer and started fooling around some but never really got to you know the main event and then Nancy was working a case with Frank and Joe after she had basically cut everything off with Frank like months earlier and Frank uh yeah, um, sexually assaulted Nancy that night, but she was blackout drunk, so she doesn't remember what happened. She only recovered later and realized that something must have happened and that Frank was the other person in that bed. So she has no memory of what happened during that event. Um, in part two, um, Nancy goes to Ned's fraternity house. Actually, I think that we did this at the end of part one. Um, Nancy goes to Ned's fraternity house, tells him about what happened after some initial, like, should I even fucking tell him? Because who the fuck would believe me at this point? Um, he is extremely sympathetic, basically tells her that she needs to go to the nurse's center, the health center, get checked out, file charges against Frank, like, just basically go by the book and, and do everything that one would expect a rape survivor, or whatever your preferred term is to do and Nancy basically just cannot bring herself to do it. Um she also attempts to take the morning after pill but throws up immediately so it it wasn't gonna work and doesn't really know what to do after that point. Um that is really sympathetic with her. They go to the Bahamas together, they have a nice trip. She can actually tells Ned that she should have started her period like the or the previous day. Um, so both of them realize what that means or what it could potentially mean. And Ned tells her that it's her decision what she wants to do because it's her body and he's not going to, he will support whatever decision she decides to make about that. He's, he does not have any say in it. He will stand by her. He will raise a child if, if that's what happens. He's completely fine with that. So, um, they return home. Nancy doesn't get her period. She gets a little bit of spotting, but doesn't actually get her period. Um, she decides that she's going to go up and see Ned and take pregnancy tests and go to a clinic if, you know, nothing has happened at that point. 
Also, Frank sends her flowers. He sends her a note. Um, Nancy blocks his number, does everything she can, and basically say, fuck the hell off and do not ever contact me again. Without saying that, like, she's so confrontation averse when it comes to him that, like, she can't even think about, like, actually talking to him directly. Like, even the thought of that isn't enough to give her a panic attack, so... So Ned calls Frank and is like, you need to stay the hell away from her. And Frank's like, no, basically. Um, Like, you know, you have no right to say that to me. If Nancy feels that way, then she could tell me that herself. And Ned's like, you need to stay the hell away from her or I will rip your arms off and feed them to you. So, um, And Nancy gets rid of the flowers. Ned gives her yellow roses um, that are actually planted so that they will continue growing. They will not just die in front of her. Um, she comes up to Emerson. She and Ned are slowly approaching the line that they had approached before where, like, she wants to sleep with Ned but is still, like, feeling extra- incredibly anxious about it. Um, then after she drives up there, after they've spent the night together, they wake up the next morning and she takes pregnancy tests and all three of them come back positive. She goes to the clinic. They confirm the yes, she is pregnant. And I'm pretty sure they offer to give her a blood test based on what happens in the next section because I didn't specifically remember that. Anyway, so now they know. And now they, and while they're waiting for the pregnancy test to come back, um, Nancy basically asks Ned to marry her. She's like, regardless of what these say, like, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And Ned's like, yes, 100% for all time, yes. So that's where we're at. Part three, so we're picking up with chapter seven so this is going to cover chapters seven through nine because of how next thing's going to go so this one opens actually from ned's point of view which is unusual for this story most of the time it's sticking nancy's um yeah good times um ned thinks about nancy constantly like he knows now that she's pregnant he also knows that because he was at the clinic with her, like, he went to the appointment with her, he, he was 100% fucking serious about, I will be here with you for all of it, um, the sooner she decides what she wants to do, the better, so if she decides that she wants to have an abortion, like, she needs to decide pretty soon, because they talked to her about, you know, what she would need to do, what, what it would entail, and everything, um, you know, if she decides that she does not want to have an abortion, okay, like, but it's kind of, it's one of those things where if she just keeps putting it off, like, the decision will kind of be made for her, and that she will, she will extend the window, and she will eventually be out of it, and so it will no longer be as easy an option, so, um, so Ned calls her every day, he talks to her, he, um, she goes on a case, which, in the previous part, we talked about how, like, Bess and George were like, oh, you know, like, all of your pent-up sexual energy has been, was spent on mysteries, and now that you and Ned are getting closer, like, you know that that's, you know, it's kind of taken that away, and Nancy doesn't have the heart to tell them that because she was raped on, during that case, like, it's kind of turned her off, but she does, like, something kind of low-key, something local in River Heights, where she's dealing with a sabotage case, and so she talks about it on the phone with Ned, and and he's happy that she's, like, back into a thing that brought her so much joy, basically, before. But he's, he's worried about a few different things. He's worried about, like, if Frank is going to come to her house, because even though her father and Hannah have been told to, like, don't 
don't let him in. Don't, don't let him approach Nancy. Like, I mean, he's a private investigator. He can still stalk her. He can still like see where she's going probably. And I mean, even blocking her number is not necessarily going to do anything. And actually during this section, Nancy starts receiving phone calls from a, a number that is a Bayport number. And so she's like, okay, so he figured out that, that I've got his number blocked. And so he's trying from, you know, another phone. So she doesn't answer those, those calls either, but they give her anxiety because now that she knows that she's pregnant and now that she knows that Frank's the father of that child, like she's got this fear in the back of her head that that will somehow make him think that he has some sort of right to do something. And so she's constantly perpetually nervous about that. She tells Ned on the phone because she's had intense morning sickness. She's like, I, I think something's terribly wrong. I think that, like, I'm, you know, maybe my body is not okay with this happening. Maybe I'm going to miscarry. And then she's like, I hate to say it, but that would kind of solve everything if I just had a miscarriage. Like, if I didn't make the choice, if the choice were basically out of my hands... And then I could go to Emerson with you and we'd be able to spend time together and we wouldn't have that hanging over our heads. And because she tells Ned, she's like, you know, I'm not saying we're going to get married right now. I'm just saying that, you know, I, I want to marry you at some point. And she's like, that would just, everything would be so much simpler. And Ned's like, okay. Like he's, he very much does not want to do anything to like, this is her decision. And she's like, how do you, you know, what's your opinion on this? And that's like, that it's your decision. I'm, you know, would it be easier? Yeah. Do, you know, if you decide that you want to carry the child, then that's fine. Then that's, you know, he said, I'm, I'm not really, I didn't think I'd be a father this early, but you know, if that happens, then we're going to make the best of it. He said, I think you're going to make a great mom when you decide that you want to be a mother. So whenever we have sex, we're going to have the safest sex that we possibly can because I want you, I want that to be a thing that you consciously decide. So I'm just saying. So he's, of course, concerned about her and how she's doing and the fact that she's just not able to keep much food down. Like he, he does ask her, like when he calls, he's like, hey, you know, have you eaten today? Are you okay? And she's like, I, I can't believe that, like, even Hannah's cooking is it's difficult for me to eat it. Like, she's having to act casual because, again, Ned and that doctor are the only people that know that she's pregnant. So, so there's that. Um, Nancy and Ned made plans that they were going to go to Chicago to see Bess perform in a play. Because Bess is super excited about it. Bess is a drama major because that's the thing that I picked up from the stupid as shit on campus series. Um... But without all the drama slash the the gay guy that died when she was on the back of his motorcycle, I think is a thing that actually happened. I don't think I hallucinated that, but anyway, um, yeah, so without that drama, um, yeah. So she's gonna be in a play. She's invited Nancy now to be there because she's super excited about it and she wants him to be there to, to witness her performance. And so it's in Chicago, so now it's like, okay, so we're gonna get a hotel room and hang out, and Nancy's like, Yeah. Which, yeah, and and Ned's like, whatever happens, happens. Like, he's very much not going to pressure her for sex. He's like, we've got a king-size bed. It's going to be great. And, yeah, he's, so he's excited about this trip. 
Ned then calls his parents and his Danish on the phone and he's like, Hey, can I talk to mom for a sec? And then his mom gets on the phone and it's like, so the family engagement ring and his mom immediately is like, <gasps> like when you suck in a breath so hard that you shriek and that's like, just calm down. And that's mom was like, yes, it's, it's here. It's, it's ready for reasons. Now you have to tell me everything. And that's like, I don't have time right now. Let me, let me talk to you about it later. So again, Nancy has not made a firm decision about the pregnancy and that kind of determines everything timeline wise. Like if she decides that she wants to keep the baby and not do any intervention, then that's kind of going to move up their timeline. If she decides that she does want to do that, then okay, that's going to change the timeline as well. So Ned can't say anything about it because Nancy hasn't decided yet and he's not going to tell his parents that Nancy's pregnant if that's a thing that is shortly not going to be true. So so he goes to his parents' house the day that he's going to pick Nancy up and take her to Chicago. And his mom was like, okay, what's going on? And that's like, so um, Nancy came to see me a couple of weeks ago and we had been talking about like what our future plans were and what we wanted to do next year. And, you know, that she's going to be up at Emerson. And basically she proposed to me. And Ned's mother's like, were, were you okay with that? And Ned's like, yeah, I mean, it's it's only fair. I proposed to her that other time, and now it was her turn. <laughs> Which, we haven't gotten to that book yet. You're going to enjoy the hell out of it, though. Please understand that. Um, So, he doesn't say anything about the pregnancy. His mom's like, oh my gosh, is it going to be like, are you going to get married like during the summer? Or are you thinking like maybe the summer after graduation? Like, just, you know, all the details. And Ned's like we have not talked about that yet. So, and I know that this is really new for her. So like, maybe don't pounce on her and ask her about wedding plans immediately the next time you see her just saying, and Ned's mom's like, I won't, I won't, I'll be good. I'll be good. But she's definitely like super excited about all of this. So, so Ned goes, Ned picks Nancy up to take her to the play and he sees her and she looks just just a little bit different to him just enough because he knows it's like it's like she's got a little bit of a glow about her and of course Ned's and completely head over heels in love with Nancy so there's that but there's also like he also knows that she's pregnant and it's this like yeah he's like even though she looks a little bit thinner because she's not been able to keep any food down like she's she's got a glow about her so um he brings her flowers not the same ones that Frank brought her because he can roast in hell. So there's that. Um, she takes the flowers upstairs and puts them in her room. And like, she's just incandescently happy to see him. Of course they go up to Chicago. Um, they decide to have dinner before they go to the play. And of course, Nancy's like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep any food down. And it's like, well, okay, just, you know, get whatever you've been able to eat. And she's like, basically mashed potatoes and dry toast. So so they go to a place where that's a thing that they can get. And um, while they're at the table talking, it's like, I just um, wanted to give you something. And so he hands her the ring. And he's like, I'm not saying that you need to wear it now. I'm, I'm just saying that I want you to have it because, you know, we're engaged now. So if you want to wear it, that's great. If you want to hold off on wearing, wearing it until we've, like, made more firm plans, that's fine. So Nancy looks at it and she puts it on her finger and looks at it and she's like, it fits me perfectly. And that's like, yeah, I had it sized for you. So it should, it should fit 
you. So, so now it's like official that they're officially engaged. So, um, then they go up to the play, um, after Nancy, of course, has thrown up everything she attempted to eat. Um, yeah. Nancy's like, seriously, for fuck's sake, like, the, this is wrong. There, there's no way the pregnancy is supposed to be this way. Um, they go to the play. Bess has, like, she's in the starring role, but the starring role is also split into three different roles. So, like, she plays part of the starring role. But anyway, they, they think that she's fantastic. The crowd loves her. Um, she does great. And so they see her, like, right after the performance when she's still, like, buzzing with energy. And she's like, oh my gosh, hey, you guys. And then she immediately sees that rock on Nancy's finger. And she's like, you two were engaged and you did not tell me. And Nancy's like, it like literally just happened. Like I literally just put this ring on my finger. And Bess is like, okay, we are going out and you are going to tell me everything. So Nancy's like, "Mm -hmm, yeah. So they go out. They plan to meet Bess at a diner that's close to the play after she like, you know, takes all of her stage stuff off and, and puts on her street clothes and everything. So they go down to the diner and Nancy, of course, her stomach is empty because she threw up everything. And so they're like, can ginger ale and crackers, you know, something. So yeah, which Bess is so incredibly excited about like the engagement that she doesn't even notice that Nancy is clearly like eating morning sickness foods. Um, (laughs) So Bess is like, okay, what happened? So Nancy's like, yeah, we were talking. And she basically gives the same story that Ned gave to his mom. And she's like, yeah, we're, you know, we don't know when we're going to get married yet. We just, you know, we wanted to go ahead and make it official. And Bess is like, so happy. She's so happy for her best friend. And of course, like, she, she's like, okay, so now you two are definitely, and Nancy's like, we, because I think that at one point Ned leaves the table and Bess is like, so y'all have done it, right? And Nancy's like, no, we haven't. Um, I, I'm still kind of, you know, reluctant about doing that. And Bess is like, okay, I mean, you know, I'm sure it's going to happen. It's, it's fine. But she's, she's really excited to hear the, how Nancy lost her virginity story, which she doesn't know, you know, she doesn't know. It's fine. So, um, Nancy tells Ned that she's, oh, let's, let's back up slightly because we're still, um, during the play, um, after they've had dinner with Bess, and Bess is super excited about the fact that they're engaged, they get back to the hotel, Nancy wears a little nightie that she wore during their Bahamas trip, but just as happened at that point, like, she's still not ready to take that step, and, like, he's like, okay, you know, what exactly do you want to do, and so she actually takes all of her clothes off, and then freaks out, and she's like, how, how the fuck are we going to be married? And I can't even like be naked in front of you. And that's like, it's fine. Seriously, we're going to get there. You know, it it doesn't have to happen tonight. Nothing has to happen. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. So they go to, they go to sleep together. Like they don't really do that much after that. And when Nancy wakes up in the morning, she rolls over and gets out of bed and throws up. And she's like, this is, this is just a fucking nightmare. This is just, she, she can imagine if the circumstances were different that like she would look at Ned and be like, you know, this is your fault. Like they would tease each other about it and he would be and like, he's, he's very caring about her when she's sick, but it's, the circumstances are different and she's just so 
done with all this, honestly. So she goes back to bed and she sees Ned's awake at that point. And she's like, okay, like, I'm I'm tired of, of all of this. And so she and Ned have gotten close to having sex. Like, he's gotten the third with her. But um, they're both sitting up and she eventually, basically, gets on top of him and they do it. Which... She's expecting it to be painful. She's expecting there to be, you know, something that's uncomfortable about it, but not really. Like, a little bit, but not really. And, like, she comes, he comes, and she's like, this is, in another life, this is what would have created that baby. This would have been it. And instead, like, I'm pregnant, and the only reason that we had unprotected sex is because I'm already pregnant. Because that's another thing. She got the test results back and the doctor said that she was clean. Like, that was another thing that she was worried about was, you know, if... And now she knows that it's not an if, it's a... It did happen. That being raped that night, she doesn't know if that also... Like, if she got any sexually transmitted diseases from that or anything. And she finds out that, no, she didn't. So, at least there's that. I mean, other than the pregnancy. So, yeah. So, now she and Ned have actually finally done it. They've, you know, they've had sex and she's, again, she was on top of him during this. She was in control of it. And that's mostly because that's how Ned wanted it. Like he, he can see when she gets nervous and if she's pinned under him, like she definitely seems to get nervous about that, which he understands. He's like, that makes some sense. So, so that's how chapter seven ends. Chapter eight is Nancy decides that, um, She's dying, basically, because her morning sickness is totally awful. So she tells Ned that, um, she tells Ned, you know, we need to go to the doctor. I want you to go with me. Let's, let's just go to the doctor and let's figure this out. So they go to the doctor and again, while I did a lot of research on this, I did not know this at this point. Um, I did not know that if you are pregnant, they do transvaginal ultrasounds. I did not know this. So even after you were like officially 100%, there's a baby up in there. There's a pre-baby up in there. Um, that they will stick that wand up in there. I thought that once you were pregnant, that they were like, let's just not do that. But no, no, they stick that thing up there. So in this chapter, when Nancy goes for an ultrasound, she's about nine weeks, which would make her actually seven weeks pregnant because of the stupid way that they determine these things. And, um, I was like, oh, well, of course they will use the external wand and with the gel and everything, which was adorably naive of me. So they go to the doctor. She tells them when her last period was and everything. They're like, okay, so let's just check out what's going on. And they do a scan and they see the little honey bear shape of the, at this point, it wouldn't be an embryo. I'm sure it would probably be a fetus by this point. Um, so they see it, and the doctor's like, yeah, everything looks healthy. Nancy's like, I haven't been able to keep anything down. And the doctor's like, basically, whatever sounds good to you, whatever you're able to keep down, just keep eating that. So if you wake up and you're craving oranges, then eat some oranges. Um, eat something when you first get out of bed. Actually, eat something when you first wake up is the real answer to that question. Um, so yeah, so she's talking to the doctor, and she's like, okay. So this is what I need to do. And Ned like, sees this, Ned's in there for the scan, like, everybody assumes that he's the father, because he's accompanying her to these appointments and everything, and the way that she looks at him and everything about it, like, 
everybody is just like, oh, you're the father. Um, which, again, is kind of exactly what both of them wanted. So, so they go out to lunch afterward, and Nancy is finally like, because Ned's like, he says, I think you're putting off this decision because you want to passively just not make the decision to basically have it made for you. And Nancy's like, yeah, actually, like, I've been so sick that I was just like, oh, well, there's no way I'm going to stay pregnant. But now that we've been to the doctor and we've seen, like, she says, I don't, like, I don't deserve this, but also, like, this, this fetus that's growing inside me doesn't deserve this either. Like, she can't do it. She can't do it. And so she looks at Ned and she's like, it's, it's my baby. And Ned's like, it's our baby. And Nancy says, so you feel the same way about it that I do? And Ned's like, yes. So from now on, it's their baby. And that's basically what he says to her. He's like, from this moment on, it's our baby. Like, if anybody asks, it's our baby. Like, we've had sex. <laughs> Maybe not at exactly the right time. But, yeah. It's our baby. And so that's it. Like, that's... They've now made the decision. So pretty much right after, um, they decide that they want to tell his parents and her parents. And so they go to Ned's house first. And they're like, okay, so Edith's home. So she'll be the first one. So Edith is in the backyard gardening because that's like her thing in, in this series. And she's like, oh, let's, you know, let's go inside. It's starting to get warm. Nancy, are you okay? Because again, like, Edith was already pretty fucking sure that Nancy was pregnant. Um, she's like, oh, come sit down. So they go inside and Ned is very careful in how he tells his mother. He's like, Nancy and I have decided to get married this summer. Like, just a little ceremony in the backyard. You know, friends and family, not a lot of people. You know, casual, something that we can actually plan in that amount of time. And Ned's mom was like, oh, that'll be great. I'm, I'm so excited. And Ned's like, Nancy's going to have a baby. Like, he... He doesn't say, but he also knows that everybody's going to assume it. And so Edith immediately tears up and is like, oh my God, you're going to have a baby. Oh my God. Oh my God. Have you been for a scan? Like, do you know, like, when are you due? And Nancy's like, January 10th. And Edith's like, do you have pictures? And so Nancy pulls out the ultrasound pictures that she had taken earlier. And Edith's like, oh my God, my grandchild. And like, in a way, yes, but like, both Nancy and Ned are deeply aware at this point of the lie that they're telling, and there was also, like, between them, there was also the, like, if I'm gonna miscarry, like, there's no point in me announcing this to anybody, because she's not even finished with the first trimester, but they also want to explain why they're getting married so quickly, so. So, Edith is like, well, I know that this is probably not exactly when you two had planned for this to happen, but, um, you know, hey, I'm really excited for you too. Like, she's definitely not going to be like, oh my God, you didn't use protection. Like, she is not that kind of person. So, um, Then Ned's dad comes home, and he's a little bit more sober about it. He's like, well, you're, you know, your mom had an idea that this might be happening. Just saying. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. 
actually, because I can't remember specifically when this happens. I think, I think that I've gotten it slightly out of order. So there's that. Um, yeah, I think I did. Ned is in, inducted as the next president of his fraternity. And this happens during the spring semester near the end of the school year. Um, Nancy accompanies Ned's parents to the ceremony. And this is before they know. And they're not going to announce anything. I don't think. I don't think. Yeah, I think this is before they'd announced anything to his parents. Um, so, yeah. So, um, Edith, again, is really oblique when she's like, Oh, well, you know, Nancy, if you need to talk about anything, then I'm I'm happy to talk to you about it. And Nancy's like, okay. Because she's she's upset. She's upset that she's sick all the time. She's upset that she doesn't know what to do. There's just a lot going on, and his parents can sense that. I mean, she's she's incredibly happy for Ned. But again, she also knows that, you know, staying pregnant will change everything about his senior year, and she talks to him about that. She's like, you know, what about your sports practice? And that's like, hey, uh, seriously, I've had an excellent career here. I'm I'm not planning on going pro, so hey, that's fine. I'll be training the next president, and that person's going to take over the majority of the duties in the spring anyway, so it's not that big a deal. We can get on-campus housing. Like, I don't want you living at the fraternity house with me because it's against the rules, so we can find on-campus housing where we can get a little apartment. That way we'll have space for the baby. You can take classes in the fall, and then in the spring, you would just stay with me while I'm finishing up my classes. I Like, I'll have a light schedule, you know, hey. This is this is completely doable. We can do this. That night, um, Nancy is actually staying in a hotel room across from Ned's parents, which otherwise she would just go stay with Ned in his room, but because they would know, and Ned's like, well, I don't want you having to wake up or only sneak out of my room, so I'll just come see you if you want me to. He's always really clear about that. And Nancy's like, okay, yeah, that I think that would be good. So that night after he's been inducted. I keep wanting to say induced and that's the wrong word. Um, he comes up to see her and she's like, are you, are you missing out on like a huge party and everything? And it's like, Oh, we had that last night and I'm still like a little bit hungover, but it's fine. Seriously. It's fine. I'm, I've had a bunch of parties. Like this is not the last party that is ever going to happen. So it's okay. So they talk through everything. Nancy's still undecided at this point And uh, she talks to Ned, and they decide to maybe go for it again. Um, but when she, Ned's like, you know, how do you want to do this? And Ned's, and Nancy's like, well, like you can be on top, that's fine. But when he gets into that position, she looks up at him and she's like, is this the way Frank was with me? And she can't stop herself, like she freaks the fuck out, and Ned immediately pulls back, and is like, it's okay, it's okay, and she's like, please don't hurt me, please don't hurt me, and Ned's heart breaks, and he's like, I'm, I'm never gonna hurt you, it's okay, and she's like, it wasn't you, it's just, I, I just can't, I can't do that, I can't, and Ned's like, okay, that's fine, seriously, that's fine, you know, he's, he is not gonna get mad about that, definitely not gonna get mad about that, so he ends up going down on her and said, because yes, that is the kind of service that Ned delivers. And Nancy's like, this is possibly the best experience of my entire life. <laughs> so, uh, you know, after she's, you know, gotten okay with everything again, then he does that. And she's like, oh my God, this is fantastic. So yeah, 
And then she's like, oh my God, I hope his parents don't walk on us. <laughs> Which is the thought of any girl who was across the hall from her boyfriend's parents. And it's like, I really hope they don't walk in on us. Um, yeah, so... And she had also thought that once she and Ned have had sex, that, like, he would want it all the time. But he's, like, the second night they spent together, they just slept. Like, she's exhausted all the time because, you know, she's throwing up everything. She's fucking eating. Yeah. So, there's that. So, for this part, they've told his parents. His parents are like, okay, so we're going to have, we're going to have, like, a, a ceremony during the summer, and, you know, this is fantastic, that's totally fine, and because they know about Nancy's situation, Ned's mom was like, okay, so we'll just get you a dress that is not that fitted in the waist section, just for reasons, and it'll be great, so they're very definitely, like, gonna make the best of this, and Nancy hasn't yet found the nerve to tell her father about it. Okay, so Nancy and Ned have told Ned's parents about things and so the last thing that they need to do is tell Nancy's father but he's out late because he's been working cases like basically during this entire time that all of this has been going on like Nancy and her father have that one day together when she's still kind of in flux about everything and for the rest of the time he's like at conferences or he's in trial or like all sorts of things are going on and so she's if she wanted to she hasn't really had a chance to sit down and talk to him about this and again, everything is super weird because, of course, her father is friends with their father. And so it, it's just all really bad. She kind of takes everything that she feels like in terms of being ashamed of what happened. And even though she's, she tries really hard to think like, it wasn't my fault. I didn't do anything. I didn't deserve this. But it's still really difficult for her to get past it. And the thought of anybody else knowing, like, it, it's almost bad enough that Ned knows, but anybody else knowing what happened to her is just unconscionable. Like, she can't even imagine it. So, she's, she kind of doesn't spend a lot of time around her father during this time. So, telling her father that she and Ned have finally decided that yes, they're going to be engaged, which her father knew that they were getting close to that. Like, you you know, you've been spending a lot of time together, etc. Um, also, Carson has been letting Nancy go on cases since she was 18, like, canonically. Like, what was 16? My God. So, you know, her spending a lot of time away from home is not all that mysterious. So, so Nancy and Ned talk about it, and Nancy's like, okay, so, um, Dad should be home tomorrow. We can find a time to sit down with him. Like, we can, I'll go out to dinner. That'd be nice. Um, but she wants Ned to stay with her that night. <laughs> So, um, Ned sneaks out and comes over to her house, and her father's sleeping, of course, upstairs in the same floor that, that Nancy's room is on. So, they, he goes to bed with her, and he's like, mm? and she's like, yes. So, they end up having sex, which Ned's like, oh my god, I really hope her dad doesn't overhear us, but... He also feels bad because the only way that she's comfortable having sex is basically being on top and doing all the work. And he's like, mm, I wish we could find a way around that. Because Ned is a gentle, giving lover in all possible ways. So, so yeah, they sleep together. Um, Nancy, of course, doesn't want her father to know that Ned is sleeping in her room or sneaking out in the morning. So, um, 
she actually goes downstairs and sees that her father's awake and leaves Ned sleeping in her bed. Um, Ned sneaks out of the house and comes back up to the front door. <laughs> and so she lets him in and he's like, oh, I was on my way to do something. I thought I'd just stop by for breakfast really quickly, but I overslept. And like, yeah, it's, it's the kind of thing that honestly, if you think about it for two seconds, you're like, Carson would see it through that immediately. It's the kind of thing you do when you're dumb and you're like, oh, they'll never know that we didn't fall asleep watching a movie or whatever excuse you've made up. So, so Nancy's already feeling nervous, like being around her dad, of course, and those parents already know, and there's all kinds of reasons to think that they need to tell Carson sooner rather than later, because he's going to find out. So Ned comes in, sits down, they're like, oh, it's good to see you. Carson's like, I'm sorry, I've been really busy. And of course, he's noticed that Nancy's got an engagement ring on her finger. And, you know, that's new. That's a new development. So they're talking, and Ned's like, yeah, we've been thinking about getting married in August. And Carson's like, that's very soon. And Nancy finally glances over at Ned like he's he's about to take the lead on this, but she decides that it's going to be her. And she's like, Dad, I'm pregnant. And Carson immediately holds his hand up. Like, just, we're not we're not going to go forward. Hang on. And I go into this in more detail. We'll talk about it at the beginning of the next segment of this, the last segment of this. Um, that Carson has not really been able to pick up on what's been going on because he's been so busy. But he has noticed that something is wrong. And he's like, well, once Nancy wants to tell me about it, she will. So this, of course, is like the logical, oh, this is what Nancy's been concerned about. But it's also, it, it takes Carson completely off guard. Like, he has no idea, no conception that this is possibly what Nancy would be talking to him about. So he looks between the two of them and he's like, you're pregnant. And Ned's like, yep, um, we're going to get married in August. Um, Nancy's going, we're going to find housing on campus. Nancy's going to live with me. Um, and then after I graduate in June, we'll be coming back here. And, and Carson's like, you're both so young. Like this, this is going to change everything. Are you sure about this? Like, oh my gosh. And he's just, it's, it's not great. Like he doesn't respond to them like with this hearty, like, oh my God, I'm so excited for both of you. It's just like, this is, this is such a massive thing. And it's like, because he's so taken off guard, he's pretty honest about the fact that he's not strictly speaking disappointed, but more like just so shocked because this is not something that he would ever expected out of the two of them, regardless of, you know, them spending all this time together. So he's like, okay, um, so you're, you're going to go forward with this. You're going to have a wedding in a few months. And they're like, yeah, we're going to, in August. And, you know, Ned's parents have already said that they want to hold the reception in their backyard, that they want to have the wedding back there, that it will be like a small ceremony. They've already started talking about things. Ned's mother's really excited about it. Ned's parents already know. And Carson's like, oh, okay. And Nancy's like, they found out last night. Like, seriously, it's not like they've known forever. It's just, you know, we, we told them first. 
And Carson's like, uh, okay, so let's all just have dinner tonight. Let's, let's just sit down and have dinner tonight. We can talk about this. And Ned, do you think your parents would be okay with doing that? And Ned's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure they'd be fine with it. And Carson's like, okay, I have to go to the office now, but okay, we'll, we'll definitely have a meeting tonight about all this. Like, you know, if this is the path that you want to go down, okay. So he leaves rapidly for the office and Ned's like, I thought that he was going to murder me. (laughs) Because Carson, of course, as a defense attorney can be extremely intimidating. He is the inventor of Toaster Strudel. Um, Like, very definitely, like this whole, I trusted you. And... I mean, he even kind of says that to Never. He's like, I, I trusted you with Nancy. And he's like, I'm glad that you're taking responsibility about this, but I'm still like, I can't say that I'm excited about this. Not not right now, not yet. So, so Nancy and I talk about it a little bit and they're like, okay, well, you know, everybody knows now and we're going forward with it because, you know, that, that kind of determined everything. Now that Nancy's like, okay, I'm I'm going to, I'm not going to take any steps to terminate the pregnancy, then now it's okay. Now the parents know. Now now we can start planning. Now now the lie is kind of in there. Like, they're all very careful. Nancy and Ned are both very careful when they're talking about this to say, like, you know, Nancy's baby, our baby. But Ned never says my baby because to him it's always Nancy's baby. To him, it's always 100% Nancy's baby. And I don't mean that in a negative sense. I mean that in a, like, this is 100% her decision to make. And it's our baby in the sense that she's allowing me to be the father of this child. So, you know, semantics. Very much like just letting people believe what they want to believe at this point. But, But that's where we're at. So the next segment of this part four of this, which is going to be the end of it, is going to kick off with chapter 10, so that Marissa, who uses that as her emotional support chapter, (laughs) whenever she needs to, can just start up with part four of this series and just jump right into chapter 10, which is her favorite chapter. So we have that to look forward to next time, which hopefully I'll be able to get that done sooner this time. So we'll see. So until then, As always, stay sleuthy, my friends.